Okay, welcome back to Cheeky Love Podcast. I hope the recording is happening right now. Yes. We are using, we've been forced to use a new recording platform, technology, software. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know any of this stuff, but we're going to figure it out. That's why people pay uh, producers. Producers, and such. we are, we are the producers, the directors, the co-stars, co-hosts. Yeah, we we're we're two man show. No doubt. I'm Mark. I'm Georgina. Yes. I think. <laughs> I'm gassy. She's trashy. Ouch. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, classy is a stretch. Wow. For historical context, it is Sunday, February eighteenth. 2024. Yeah, we're still in the future, everybody. Yes, definitely in the future. Um, Can you close the door? Close the door to our studio. That will no longer be a studio after this summer. Yes, this time next year, this will be a nursery in full swing. Yes. Okay, see? Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Close over right here. Good enough. Yeah. So... Lots to go over. Okay, we'll go ahead and check on in if you got some stuff. It was Valentine's Day. Yes, it was. Four days ago. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody with love in their heart or yes. they're sharing it with friends, family, yeah, themselves. Totally. Pets. A fish. You know, Valentine's Day, I remember being single and thinking Valentine's Day used to be so like... There was such a weight about Valentine's Day that I think that puts a lot of pressure on people, especially people in like newer relationships to feel like, oh, I have to do something to like show that I care about this person when it's like you can do that anytime. Yeah. Valentine's Day is kind of just like a hallmark holiday to really like push money. And then really at the end of the day, when you look back like two days after it, there's yes. all Easter shit. No um, doubt. I mean, it's cooked up by big chocolate, mm -hmm. you know, to move, move the cacao, Yeah. which I think is at an all time uh, price high cocoa. Yes. Yeah. Shame. It's getting expensive, but when we're old, we'll be like, I remember when chocolate was made of cocoa. Yeah. If yeah. we actually end up at an age where we remember things yeah. made, made out of real things oh. and they're not anymore, that's really like that's I, some soiling green. I was you. You read my mind. <laughs> yeah. I remember when chocolate wasn't made of you know protesters. Oh God. Um. Yeah. I don't. Oh, you know what? I still have some Valent. I I did get a few little chocolates in the shape of a little heart for you. I think they're just like in a bag somewhere still. <laughs> I'm glad I remembered that. Yeah, we're gonna find yeah. them when we're done. That's oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you will enjoy those later. Yeah, well, good for me. <laughs> um, yeah, no Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is. Uh... It was in the middle of the week this week, so, yeah. you know, some people had to postpone to the end of the week. Sure. Um, Early Valentine's Day. Some people Day. I know at work had to work late that night, so it's like, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, one of the doctors I worked with was like, we're getting out at seven. I have things to do. I have a dinner. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, you really like, you know, fair enough. You got to show some love whatever way you can. Yes. But, yeah. We thought we could just order takeout at six and everything would be fine. Yeah. Didn't get it till 745. That's. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, what day of the week was that? Was that a Wednesday? Wednesday? <laughs> I, my whole next day was thrown off. I know, because, I, I mean, and you know what? Again, like, good for me because <laughs> I rolled with the punches. Yeah. I was like, okay, 
We're not getting the food till like 7.45. We're eating late. Yeah. I mean, usually I'm in bed at 7.45. I know. We're eating late. We're going to stay up. I Now I can't wake up early and go to the gym. And I was like, hey, you know what? It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Don't be, you know, don't be a baby. Be a man. Mm-hmm. Yes, there will be a baby soon. Mm-hmm. You can, Babies shouldn't have babies. That yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. So... But then the next day, like, I feel like my mojo was off. I think every, well, yeah. yeah. And I think the thing was, too, is, like, I think we thought we were, like, oh, whatever, we'll just order sushi from, like, the place up the street, which is great. They're a really good sushi place, and, like, they're right next to my office. So, like, they're always really legit. But when I, like, drove up and saw people, like, waiting outside, yeah. I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, this is, like, everyone in Maple Ridge is ordering sushi right now. Mm-hmm. Take out It was sure. just, like crazy busy she was answering the phone saying we're not taking any more orders at one point i was like you need to put that shit on your website because you're Mm -hmm. like most of your shit comes from the website when you do like express order kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's like you need to shut it down and just be like yo website crash sorry shut it down but it was interesting seeing like the guys in there just like working and like really going and just like you know, pushing that shit out and like cranking out you know, the sushi. But it was also interesting seeing some people have like kind of get like a little bit of an attitude with them where it was just like, it's like you're waiting and it's like everyone's waiting. Do you think you're fucking special? Like, you know, you're gonna get your fucking roll soon enough. Like, I don't know. Valentine's there was, Day. There was a couple guys in there who were just like had this air about them where yeah. they kind of had this attitude and I felt kind of bad for her because like she's like, hey, there's gonna be a way. She basically, every time someone walked in, she's like, 20, 30 minutes, 20, 30 minute delay, like 100%. And oh, it was even, more than that. Well, for our order, it was a 30 minute even because our order was supposed to be ready at 710 and it wasn't ready till 740. Mm, um, okay. But she was like, 20, 30 minute delay, like, sorry, whatever. And like, people were just like, oh. And like, a couple, like, like an older gentleman and his wife were just like, oh, can you just cancel my order? And they're like, it's ready. Oh, well, that... And, like, in my mind, I was, like, the poor chefs and people back there are probably, like, fuck you canceling your order. You just wasted our time if you reckon... If you're gonna fucking... You know? But, you know, it's still a really good sushi place. They do a good job. Food was good. Valentine's Day is just, like... That's kind of, like, the takeout Super Bowl. Well, not, but also, it's the Rezzo Super Bowl. Like, I remember, like, what did we... Just restaurant. But I remember, like, I was thinking back, like, what did we do when we lived in Vancouver for Valentine's Day? Um, I think sometimes we'd we'd get a Rezzo here and there. I don't really remember anywhere. I remember we went to Sorella one year, and we did that Valentine's dinner, which was really good, but it was, like, four Mm -hmm. fucking courses, and they gave us, like, a whole chicken, and I was like, yeah. No, there were, like, I remember there being many animals um, in in that meal. And that was a little, like, that was a little early in our relationship to mm-hmm. be eating that many different animals yeah. on Valentine's yeah. Day. Because that was like a chicken, a rabbit, a pork, yeah, it was a alive. beef. Yeah. yeah. It was still good though. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was still really good. But yeah, I mean Valentine's Day is kind of just another excuse to go out and eat, enjoy yourself and have a good yes. time and Oh yeah, also crazy day for buying flowers. Like man, um, the flower shops are just mobbed after work. Oh yeah, you gotta order that shit and go pick it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty crazy. Yeah, I do appreciate though, you know, the tulips, they were very beautiful. Yeah, they're still just kind of in that like beer pitcher on the counter, but yeah, we didn't move it to like a better vase. Because or... we don't have a better vase at the moment. I think we do somewhere. Ooh. It's somewhere. Okay. But that's how we roll, so fuck it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was cool. Went to the Sunshine Coast yesterday. 
Yes. Saturday. Yeah, we did a one day trip because you know we were uh, like, all right, we got some friends over there. Friends nice of the podcast. To see them. Yeah. Jeff and Amanda. Yeah, it'd be nice to see them and see their parents. Jeff's parents. Yes, indeed. Dr. John and Robin. John and, and Robin. And Jeff's brother and his partner. And his nephew. His nephew, nephew. little John, little Jay. Such a cutie pie. Oh my gosh, this kid's face, I was like, oh, you are going to devastate when you go to elementary school. Handsome little you're going to have, like, you're going to be giving looks and taking names and just, oh, like, you're going to be getting your way, son. Like, he's just so adorable. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice kind of spending the day with them and kind of hanging out. And, you know, it's kind of nice, like, again, like, I like having friendships where it's like, we don't have to go out. Like, we can just be lo-fi and be on your couch chillin'. and basically chillin' or, like, you're in the kitchen cooking and, hey, oh, something's on fire. Fuck yeah. it. Like, we're all just hanging out. They're like, fighting. We're chilling. Yeah. Vice and I mean, versa. You know, I think it's, like, almost, like, one of those things of when you have friends who are also in relationships or married, it's almost yeah. kind of, like, there's less shame in a way of, like, presenting yourself. Because it's just kind of, like, everyone kind of bickers and does their yeah. same bullshit and pokes fun. And, yeah. You know, it's just, like, why don't you listen to me? It's, like, well, I'm not listening right now. Or, like, you know, whatever. It's just, like, uh, it's yeah. A, I feel like it's, like, a common understanding almost. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice to kind of, you know... Vulnerability. Yeah, it's a nice level of vulnerability in relationships and friendships to be that way with other people. So, yeah, no, that was really nice. Had a really nice lunch. Had some some tacos with some bison. Yeah, those tacos were good. It... Ground turkey. I mean, Amanda, God bless you. Really, you turned me on to ground turkey because I was so against ground turkey. I was like, I don't want no ground beef. Was already a problem. Yes. So now I'm like, okay, ground turkey's not bad. The turkey got gobbled. It wasn't bad. So I was like, all right, I can fuck around. Like, I was, I was starting to. I wasn't. I'm not gonna say like I was hangry, but like it was taking a long time to make those homemade tortillas, Mm. which were delicious. Yes. But I was just like, fuck, man. This is like an hour and a half ordeal, like yeah. for making some homemade tortillas, which were delicious. Yes. But it was like, listen, you know, I'm hungry over here. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a little bit late. It I was a snafu. It was a little it snafu. It was like a mini snafu. But you know, it's always it's always when you're trying to like get shit together and cook and have friends over. There's always something that never really yeah. like the timing always gets a little fucked up. Something gets fucked up. You got to remake it. You got to do this. There can be like you're a talking, wrench. talking, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's always a little delay. So it's not so biggie. Mm-hmm. No biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. And, yeah, long haul. It was a long haul. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I think it was just towards the end of the night, and I think also because I'm also like. With little nuggets, with child, with child yeah. I very much like towards the end of the night. Like I was starting to get like kind of tired and yeah. kind of irritated. Oh man, totally. Um, we were at the ferry terminal, and this stupid fucking woman behind, yeah. uh, not behind us, but behind the other car, had her high beams on. I knew, like honestly, I knew that was such a problem. Like it was really getting to you. I was just like, is this fucker so dumb? They don't realize. Like it's different if you have your headlights on, and like you're just like, oh shit, I have my headlights on. Yeah. Why are your high beams on when you're parked? Please and go fucking drive into a wall. And then it's bouncing off people's mirrors. Yeah, and like right blinding me where I was just like, oh good, and I'm seeing spots for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I got over that. And then I think that also triggered a headache as well. Because yeah. I was just like, I don't fucking feel good. I did. I did get out of the car. I, you know, I got out of the car. You did. And I, was, I was just calling me like, hey, your headlights are still on. Yeah. And then that worked. But then they went like back on like 10 minutes later. Well, because I think the driver got back in the car from going to the yeah. washroom and just like kept them on. 
Yeah, some dumb, dumb stuff. People aren't bright. and it People really are doing it, dumb stuff with their vehicles. Like, there's a lack of etiquette. You know what? I think us as a society, and I hate to say this because I'm having a child as well, and yeah. we're going to be parents. I feel like we're going downhill, man. We kind of We're peach. regressing. We, we are regressing. You know, there's a lot. There's some stuff that does kind of point to, like, we might have peaked, like, maybe in the 2000s. <laughs> You know what I mean? Baby Fat Sean John, that's when we peaked. No, but like maybe, okay, this is, 9-11 was the year 2000, yes? Or 2001? Couldn't tell you. Well, now I don't feel so bad. It was, it was, I'm going to call it 2000 or 2001. I was in elementary school when it happened. I was in grade eight. Okay, so yeah, you, so yeah, I would have been in grade five? I don't, yeah, we're not going to really, we're not I, gonna mean, figure I out. could have looked it up by yeah, now again, we're, I'm the producer, but, um, yeah, you know, I would say, yeah, the 2000s weren't bad, you know, I feel like the economy was pretty good. 2008? And, yeah, well, no, and, and then, you know, then it's, it started to get a little rocky, but you know what, the, the early 2010s, yeah. I think we're still pretty, we're yeah, pretty we good. Right, yeah. We had some stuff going on, but then, but then, you know, housing prices were really well, jumping. And I think the pandemic almost the pandemic just fucked, fucked the world everybody. Up. Yeah, and it fucked 100%. everybody. And like, that was one thing I was thinking about last night, like after I was like sitting there looking at spots in my eyes, just like fucked up. And I'm thinking like, people are actually regressing and it's actually going to make people like, I feel like as a society, we're slowly going to get more irritated, more like irritable, more irritable, more like snap, snap reactions. Yeah. And like, I don't, and I think there's like, I mean, I think a lot of people try to say we're going to, try and work on it but it's almost like we're gonna have a lack of compassion that's gonna hit a wall where people are gonna be like fuck compassion like you're an idiot like it's wow. just gonna be i think that's i don't want to assume that's the way it's going and it shouldn't go that way hopefully but it's also just like i don't know like i just feel like sometimes i look at people and i'm like how the fuck did you make it though sure 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 like i just like well, i don't know like i just sometimes i'm just like god really be playing with all of us because it's just kind of like he's just picking a jews and who stays like here's what i'll say I've been I've been kind of pondering lately on are we I think like we're almost we're we have we're we're comfortable to death. I think there's like mm, no it, one's gone to war. Well, it's it, yeah no no sure no I just mean like I've been I've been I've been you know taking in a lot of information basically kind of around like. Our lives are so easy to the point that, like, we're sitting mm -hmm. so much and eating so much, like, you know, highly processed food that is readily available all the time that, like, our our health is regressing. So that means um, our minds are regressing. Well, well, but Well, because our mind is really, yeah. So, so there's that. And then also, we're looking at screens so much. Yeah. And it's also disrupting our sleep. Yeah. And actually, like... Um, the more sleep deprived you are, the poorer your judgment is. Yeah. The more then, you, you know, yeah. the more you can be kind of emotionally volatile, snappy. Yeah. And then Space. also when and the content of these screens mm -hmm. is also basically constantly trying to elicit mm -hmm. like more extreme reactions. Oh yeah, you know, the chemical because, imbalances are gone. Yeah, you'll keep you'll keep someone's attention and show them more advertising mm -hmm. and get more money mm -hmm. um if if it's negative stuff, controversial stuff, inflammatory stuff, I mean, I negative stuff. I try not to fucking do that though. So I mean, a lot of the a lot of the like incentives out there are for like behavior patterns that 
are not good for individuals. No, and, you know, like, I think, like, as time goes on, like, you really do have to try and stay positive and choose what you want to look at. Like, there's a lot of shit where I'm like, I don't follow you. I don't look at your shit no more because that shit doesn't really apply to me or it's not something that was really helpful or even, like, happy, you know? It's just like, I don't need to see you fucking crying into a screen. What do you want me to do? Pass you a box of tissues? Like, I just, like, I don't really, like... And some of it is obviously for attention. Some of it is to create community in some way of reaching out to people like you know saying like I have you know you need help kind of thing but I don't know like I just thought about it last night like driving home and I wasn't feeling great after like the whole head fucking headlight was in my eye for like a solid five minutes um and then getting off the ferry I was like I feel like I'm starting to fall asleep but my head hurts and like I had the windows down because I was like I need this cool air basically to keep me from crashing my car yeah I was I was kind of in and out of of nap time while you were you were holding it down and I mean I don't mind I don't mind the drive I don't mind going to the island or the coast or whatever like for a day or whatever like I like a you know day trip especially on a long weekend because you still get the other two days sure sure but the 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 late like getting the last ferry we weren't the last ferry though Okay, whatever, fine. But like, we got up at like six a.m. You know, we maybe got we got home like eleven ish. Quarter to t- quarter to eleven. We yeah. actually got home quite fast. Yeah. No. True. True. Yeah. But also, like now, our like our circadian rhythms yeah. and our sleep yeah. wake cycles are 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 pretty pretty standardized during the week. Well, getting up and going early wasn't a problem. I think it was more just like staying late and yeah. then driving back. Because also, too, it's not like before when we lived in the city where it's like, oh, we're just driving from West Van to fucking Canby. Mm. It's like, no, we're driving from West Van to Maple Ridge. Yeah, it's like a double. Yeah, it's trip a time. double double yeah. highway You're situation. Looking at like a, hour and a half hour 45 yeah so i mean like either way it was still worth it and it was still a great time um yeah but i definitely think the next trip that we take which will probably be soon sometime in april for family events (sighs) i want like if 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 they're like oh cool like everyone show up at two it's like cool be there at two but i'm leaving by seven Mm. like i'm not leaving later than seven we should, I think we might have to think about fairy rezos, actually. Soon that. enough, but we also have to figure out, like, timing, so they'll tell us, but... Yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's still really nice, um, and it's nice to still have the two days, like, we have today off, we have tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, so it's still kind of nice to be able to, like, put around the house, kind of do your cleaning, water your plants, get rid of your laundry, all that shit, and still have a day where it's like, oh, like, I can relax, you know, whatever. I mean, like, for me, I basically, I need, like, a free day on the weekend for just, like, cooking and stuff. Well, no, and that's why, like, I was telling Jeff and Amanda as well, I was like, honestly, I remember being younger and being like, I had no problem going out Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, like, fucking whole three days just, like, out and about. Now I'm like, one event a weekend. One. And if you have me, if you're doing two, which I noticed that there are a couple weekends coming up where we have two things on the go, it's like, you almost have to really mentally prepare. So like your Friday night, like, or your whatever day that you have more than one thing on the weekend, it's like one is kind of almost more of a lo-fi thing. So like mm. if one thing, like for example, your birthday next weekend, it's like, okay, we're going to go for dinner. Friday. And then we're going to... Dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. It's yeah. like we have lives. Yes. Dinner and a show. And then Saturday we're meeting some friends for lunch and yeah. midday. It's like, okay, like... You know, Saturday will kind of be more on the lo-fi side. We're not really doing too chilling. much. It's more chilling. It's more like, okay, meet for lunch, Not hang going out, to talk. the city, which is, like, critical. Yeah, and we're not... We're going... Well, going to a different city. Well, no, Langley. Definitely. It's not the same. Yeah, and then we still have Sunday. Yes, yes. So... 
you know, yeah. Yeah, but now here's the thing. Every, and I've said this, every weekend, like, basically... I every week until April's done. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, pretty well every weekend for the... Now until the rest of the year. I yeah. mean, well, now until until little little baby comes out there's like there's stuff to do there's yeah. a, there's a social thing there's uh there's like uh a, a repa- a ha- no, no 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 but then if it's not social i gotta i gotta do some little home improvement painting mm-hmm. do this mow the lawn buy that figure this out it's well, like yeah well yeah. and i think that's that's kind of the thing of like you know like i think as we get older and i like the fact that a lot of our friends understand this it's like don't like I mean we don't really have friends that do this but it's like don't pressure me to hang out because I just have only a capacity yeah, to do so no, much and God. like I'm not gonna go against myself just because you want to do something and like of course you want to see your friends and hang out and do other things but it's like as we've gotten older progressively it just seems like more and more it's like I'm not going out during the week I'm not meeting up with you oh, after yeah. work that's not fucking happening so it's like you literally are reserved to two days pick a day and you know, I'll see you in a couple months, hopefully, or I'll hang out with you or we'll text or whatever. Um, but the whole like seeing each other consistently every two weeks or every whatever, yeah. that's not happening. No, but we're also, we're good. See, I said, I, I've, I've said this, like we're, we're, you make an effort and I try see, to make we're an the, effort. We're the instigators. See, you're, yeah. you're better off getting ahead of it. So there's no yeah. surprises. Well, we also instigate because we like to pick our shit accordingly because we also try to book blackout weekends for ourselves. Yeah. So if I'm like, oh, I you know, was supposed to meet up with somebody for brunch or whatever and I had to postpone it, okay, let's find a date in a couple weeks that, you know, whatever, and that'll work out. But I laugh because I'm like, okay, like April, like basically like everything's booked until like mid-April right now. So I'm yeah. just like, if anybody wants to do anything, God bless. I'm not seeing you until after spring. If somebody wants to do stuff with us, it better involve painting a wall. <laughs> um... Yeah, but that's kind of that. Um, still here, still living, still kicking. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. I saw the orthodontist yesterday. My teeth are terrible. I'm going to go to the poorhouse to fix them. My life is over. Okay, so one thing, as someone who is married to someone who's been in dentistry for almost a decade, yeah. I told you this when I met you seven years ago. That I should have gotten... Yeah, so you yeah. should have gotten your shit fixed because you at least when had, I had... When I had good benefits. You had good coverage yeah. and you could have gotten a very good discount. No doubt. Um, now... You know, it's not like your teeth are completely fucked. You're not, you know, it's obviously, yeah, You everyone wants nice straight white teeth, whatever. But it's also just like, you don't have like a crazy jaw or like shit where it's like, oh yeah, you got to remove teeth and have surgery and right, like right. all of that. So that at least is good. Um, it's more aesthetic, right? Oh, hey, look, I, as long as my teeth work. That's all I care about. And that's the main thing you should care about as long as they're in good condition where you can still chew your food. You can still floss and clean and have them properly. And, you know, I think that, you know, when the time comes, if you do decide to go ahead and get, you know, Invisalign or Ortho or whatever, you know, it'll feel like a daunting thing. But when you have to look at the end of like where, because the seeing before and afters are so crazy and it's really rewarding. It's really, really like... For even, like, I've seen kids being like, oh, shit, like, I'm glad I did this. Or, like, grown Mm. adults being like, I'm really glad I did this. Because, like, I put this off when I was, like, 30, and now I'm 50 and doing it. Mm. And they see the difference in, like, their bite. And also, sometimes it does help with jaw pain. And it helps with, like, the gum tissues kind of coming back. And 
certain things like that and spacing. So, you know, don't don't look at it as like a negative. Look at it as more information to make a better decision with your own judgment. Okay, then. <laughs> um, yep, teeth. Yeah, we okay. all have them. We need to take care of them. And they're, sure. they are replaceable, but replacing them doesn't mean you're done and you don't have to brush your teeth because that's how people fuck themselves. Okay, brush your teeth, folks. Yeah. Um, well, what? I don't know. I mean, yeah, with this, with the new recording method, it's kind of like, I don't know, we're almost, we don't, we're not bound to the smaller chunks like, like last Well, do you want to do slaps and then go, come back and take slaps, a break? Slaps and take a break. Sure. Hmm. All right. What do you, you got? got? No, no, you start. Ugh. All right. My thought, my thought. For the new list. <laughs> The slap is basically, you know, we are in a loving marriage partnership cohabitation, and you know what? We both do things that annoy each other. This is like, this is a venting and airing, yes. you know, in a very like safe and secure and supportive, you know, place. It's a healthy environment to vent yeah. where you're not bitter, you're not angry, you're just kind I mean, of saying of, your grievances, you know? Yeah. It's like essentially like a little slap on the wrist being like, you pissed me off, Yeah. but I still love you. Yeah, I mean, there's always bitterness and anger, but... Whoa, okay. Yeah, intermittently. Good, all right, good to know. My slap for you is you're a passenger princess with thoughts. So I'm driving, I'm not feeling great. Here you come going. Oh, you should get in the right lane. Man, I'm driving, please. Mm. Please don't fucking play with me. And I'm definitely like, listen, I'm not, I'm not one. Like, I mean, I had to hold myself in a lot when you drive because you drive like someone who can't see sometimes. And that's not, that's not, you know, know, that's, that's, listen, this is my slap. Let me get, let me finish. Okay. So (laughs) for the listener, if only you could see it, we don't have Patreon. Um, but you know, I, I, everyone drives differently. Right. I probably don't drive the best. I'll full on admit that. But I can't deal with people being passengers in my car mm-hmm. and then telling me how to drive. Because it the, makes the me, be, yeah, because it basically makes me think, oh, let me just pull over and get out. Right. And then you can drive. Yes, yes. And it's just, you know, and especially like, for example, like if I'm on the highway, I know yeah. that the left lane is the passing lane. Right. I fucking know that. Right. I use that shit. Yeah. And I know the right lane is for people who want to mosey and take their time and go the speed limit or not. Sometimes they really fuck shit up and don't go the speed limit and they basically like traffic. Fair enough. Yeah. But I am one of those people where it's like if someone is going too slow, then yeah, I'll move around them or find an opening. I don't need to be told. I have eyes and I can use them and see. Mm -hmm. So I don't do well with passenger princesses with thoughts. That's it. All right, then. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm trying to, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of really take that in and kind of synthesize the information. Mm -hmm. I got, a, I got a couple, like... Uh, you have one. You don't get a couple. You get one. Well, the thing is, is, like, I don't know. You kind of... You almost want it both ways. Because you mm-hmm. want, like... You, you get mad when people are going too slow. Mm-hmm. And, and you want them to, like, get out of the way so you can drive faster. But, like, you don't do that. Like, when the shoe's on the other foot, you're not consistent. I think that's no, no, my no, point. No, 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 no. When, when yeah, I... Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when I see someone behind me riding my ass, yeah. I will find a way to get out of the way. 
Sometimes, sometimes depending on traffic, I can't because it's like you're riding my ass. There's someone next to me. I can't get out of your way. Well, you almost you got you got to speed up to get out of the way. Yeah, but even if I speed up, sometimes depending on the spacing of traffic, it's like I'm speeding up and I'm still fucked. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, like I I'm listen. I'm pro. If you're driving a car, hit the fucking gas. I'm very pro that. So I see what you're saying, but you know. I definitely am like, and I've done it before where I thought my lane on one side was open and I've swerved into it, not realizing someone else was there because I'm trying to get out of the way for the person behind me who's riding my ass. Mm. So I've kind of learned the lesson of like looking ahead, seeing if someone's riding my ass. Okay, if I'm driving fast enough, me driving faster and if the person in front of me is driving at whatever speed, now I'm just riding their ass True. and then I can't really even merge over anyway. So yeah. it's a whole thing. It's tricky. It's a whole thing. It's tricky. Okay. Go ahead. I mean, I don't know that I like need to like get off of this topic just yet. Oh. No. But no, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm, uh, you know, I can't. I can be a backseat driver. I think the last slap was about was the with the windshield wipers, which which was valid. That was valid. I stand by that. No, that was hovering like a Roomba. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Look at you, um, referencing old things. Um, I'm yeah. Keeping a record. Okay. Mm. All right. You know what? Fair enough. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to be mindful of when you're driving and you're doing, you know, a big favor. I was like falling asleep. So I know I was in no condition. No, it was great when you were asleep. Yeah. I would it just, I would just wake up and criticize you. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bye slap mm -hmm. for you. And this is actually like, I was keeping this in my back pocket for a while. This was like a while ago. <laughs> okay. Um, it's about garbage. It's about the bathroom. In fact, my, my slap oh. and smooch are in one room. Interesting. Haha. -ha. So, um, you'll, you'll clean up the bathroom, mm -hmm. like maybe on a weekend or whenever, and then you got the little bathroom garbage. Mm -hmm. You know, you pull out the little bag of garbage from the little basket, you tie it up, and then what do you do with it? I usually throw it in the bigger garbage and then throw it in the garbage. Yeah, so you usually throw the little garbage bag yeah. from the bathroom yes. into the bigger garbage can in the kitchen. Yes. No good. Why not? It's no good. I mean, I mean it's a Well, you're, it's you're tied almost, up. It's not like it's just I know, but now shit. I got less room in the, like... But in, that's the point, because it's the bigger garbage bag. So wouldn't it make more sense to condense everything rather than having no. all these little bags run around? No, no, you chuck the little bag in the actual garbage can in the garage. Well, okay, so here's, here's what I'll say. For because, example, what I did last time. What yeah. I did last time is I... Clean the house. I did whatever. I took the garbage. And then I took, because it was garbage day, I took the bigger garbage from the kitchen, mm -hmm. pulled it out, put it in a new bag, and I took the littler garbages from the bathroom and put it all in the big bag because that bag was going to go into the garbage anyways. I mean, if this is if this is like a same day. Yeah, all... it was the same all in one go. Okay. Generally, that's what I try to do because also too, like I don't like necessarily like sometimes the bathroom garbage gets unnecessarily full that's probably my fault but you you 98 percent of the bathroom garbage is you okay yeah that's fine i'll accept that but um i try to i try to see like what is the current bigger garbage like what's the capacity looking like because if it's basically empty i'm not gonna bother but if it's like almost full or full enough where i'm like oh i could take this out and like move it along and get everything in one mm -hmm. go then i'll do that okay it's condensing Consolidating. Yeah. Consolidating. There you Consolidation. Go. Yeah. All right, then. I pleaded my case, but I understand what you mean, you know? Sometimes, you know, that's why. People slip up. Hey, <laughs> we're only human. 
Hey, I didn't leave shit on the stairs now, did I? Um, I you, like are you are you committing to not doing that ever again? No, are you committing to not leaving your your jackets hanging on the banister like it's a coat hook? Uh, nor okay. Mm, you know what? This is one slap an episode. We're going too far. No, you know what? Something's going on. There must be. There's a bad moon out there. I don't know. Um, okay, we better take a little break and then come back. Hello. Okie dokie. Welcome back to Cheeky Love Podcast. Yes. I, through my extensive reading and research, have come across um, six traits that make marriages divorce-proof, which might be, uh, you know, worth thinking about, you know, (laughs) considering we're married. Mm -hmm. It was Valentine's Day recently. Mm -hmm. We have a little baby on the way. Mm -hmm. So this comes from the book aptly titled Fatherhood. By the writers of Fatherly, which is like, I don't know, an app or a website or something. So, the six traits that make marriages divorce-proof. Trait number one, appreciation and affection. Mm-hmm. Trait number two, enjoyable time together. Mm-hmm. Trait number three, communicating effectively mm-hmm. with one another. <laughs> Trait number four, demonstrating commitment. Mm-hmm. Trait number five, spiritual well-being. Trait number six, managing stress and crisis effectively. So, I don't know if there's like an order um, of importance. I don't think that's kind of the thing. Um, But, uh, yeah. So, appreciation and affection. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't know. Should we like, should we give, should we say what we think our like score would be like out of ten? For each other? No, no, no. I know. I just think, like, yeah, like, what would our opinion be for, like, the score of, like, that? For us as a couple. As, as a married couple. Um, appreciation and affection. I think we're pretty much, I think we're, like, at, like, a nine. I would, yeah. I mean, I'd say, like, pretty good. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even try to improve it. Like No, because we're usually pretty appreciative yeah. and yeah. affectionate. There's and always room for improvement. Of course. But yeah. I don't think it's, like, would be worth the energy in that No, one. we're all right. What does it say? What does it say? Sometimes parents and kids might think affection means cuddling. Blah, 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 blah. Appreciation can be understood as giving someone the time they need to complete tasks, saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Affection. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't just be like reading this shit out. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was dumb. Um, appreciation okay. and affection. We're affectionate. Yeah. We're very affectionate. I think we're pretty appreciative too. Like if you do yeah. something, I'll say thank you or, you know, appreciate when you go out of your way to do something or, you know, yeah. find something for me or whatever, you know, and yeah. yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty good. If anything, okay. I would say like we're probably the most affectionate couple I know. Yeah. We're the freaks yeah. who hold hands when yes. we drive. Yeah. <laughs> we're the weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. The hand holding, that'll yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a thing. we just like each other's hands. Yes, <laughs> currently, 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 very affectionate. Yeah, and in the past. Yes, yes, future. Who knows? Appreciation. Yeah, I could probably appreciate you. Actually, no. You know what? No, you do a better job than I do. I think. Mm, I uh, internally, I, I well, you know, look, we all have our moments. Yeah. Right where appreciation leaves mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, anger is present. Critiques you, come in. Criticisms, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, I, overall, mm-hmm. 
Overall, I am very appreciative. I mean, maybe could I be a little more sort of outward about it sometimes? Maybe. Mm, okay. Yeah. Or, or more like direct. Mm-hmm. More direct. Sure. Because you know what? Something that, you know, I think we, we both say is like, not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. You know, don't want to assume. So just be straightforward with the appreciation. Mm-hmm. But then, you know what I was thinking though? Is, at least if we record... When we do smooches, that is an appreciation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a built-in. Yeah. That's good. Trait number two, enjoyable time together. Yeah. We're we, pretty good. Yeah, yeah we do Rate stuff. Rate us out of ten. Let's go. Out of ten, um, enjoyable time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of our time together is enjoyable mm-hmm. from my side of things. Yes. Um, and we do stuff... We, like, hang out. <laughs> we live together. Well, what's your score? You're not giving me a number. Hello. You you said a number. Let's go. Enjoyable time together. Yeah. I'd say, like, I'm, I don't know, like, maybe, like, an 8 okay. or 8.5. But, like, what would we do to even change that? Like, the thing is, like, we make plans. Well, we make plans, but yeah. even just, like, us pottering and around and just, like, watching a show and shooting we do the that. shit or yeah. cooking or doing whatever. Yeah, like, we do a lot of stuff together that is yeah. enjoyable, so. Yeah. 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 There's, like, and again, there's, like, there's, like, spikes of, of, you know, little anger and criticism. Yeah, you know? but that's going to be in every box. I'd say so. And at least I think, I think we have, like, good awareness around that. We try. Yeah. No, I think we make a real effort. Yeah. And then the thing is, is like, I don't, like, I don't believe there are relationships that don't have, like, those little, like, blips and bumps. And, no, no, no. You no, know, no. fuck off. No. And I'm doing it my way. You yeah. know, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, communicating effectively with one another. I think we do that pretty We're pretty well. good. Yeah. So what, what number would you say? I'd say a seven. Seven? Yeah. That's not that good. No, I'd say seven. That's because... 70%. That's like a C plus. No, but I would say 70 from my perspective because sometimes when I get upset, I just shut down. True. So I have a tendency of almost like being Moody like, broody. No, not moody broody, but I'll get upset or I'll think about something or start spiraling or get anxious and then Ruminating. I'll just shut down. Instead of actually trying to like verbalize what I'm feeling because maybe I don't have the language for it or maybe I'm scared of saying the wrong thing. Here's what I'll say is I feel like that happens uh-huh. and then eventually it comes out. No, it does eventually yeah. come out, but I'll just have moments of shutdown where I'm yes. like dead silent and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And like, I think that's well, something... everyone is just me. No, every... in this instance, it's just you. Yeah. But I've had this happen previously where even in like friendships or even at work, which I think is kind of fucking weird, but like, I'll just be quiet and people yes. will be like, oh my God, is something wrong? And I'm just like, yeah. I'm not always on. Can I have a moment to think in my own head without being out loud with it? True. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, see, like, I, I want to, yeah, if, there, if there's, like, a disagreement, a fight, an issue, generally, I want to, like, get to it. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you'll, yeah, stretch that out. Well, I'll just ruminate on it, right? Yeah. Like, I'll just kind of think about it. And then also, too, I think, like, 
because I'm slightly like anxious sometimes about certain things, I'll like overthink it a lot mm. and like make assumptions or assume like kind of what outcome will be and almost like my mind is mm. almost trying to mentally prepare myself for several different outcomes mm-hmm. so I'm not so surprised or like shocked kind of mm. thing. Um, which is probably a defense mechanism of some sort. Yeah, I mean, it's like I th- yeah, it's normal for people to like be um, imagining and running through different scenarios. I'm sure, I'm sure that like yeah, but getting very, like worked up about yes, it and getting then like worked getting worked up about like fantasies, yeah, things and that then, haven't happened yet. Yeah, and then almost like having that attached to emotions that maybe shouldn't even be present because that hasn't happened yet is kind of like. Yeah. 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 It's like having the fight in your head. Yeah. Some t- sort of. Mm. Maybe that's not exactly accurate, but okay. Um, I'd say yeah. Okay, we're pretty good. Ah, okay. So it's it. There's a difference between communicating effectively when it's easy mm-hmm. versus communicating effectively when it's hard. Yes. Two different things. Yeah, that's why I said seven, because I'm thinking about when it's mm. hard, not when it's easy. When it's easy, I'll say whatever. True, true. When it's hard, it's more like, mm, It's tough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Trait number four. Mm-hmm. Demonstrating commitment. That's interesting. That one I would like you to read, because I want to know what they mean by that. Okay. For strong families, commitment isn't lip service. It's not just a promise or a pledge. Instead, commitment is displayed in acts. Mm-hmm. Families that are committed to one another will share responsibility and operate democratically to the extent that is feasible. Mm. Uh, but more than that, commitment means showing appreciation for who each individual in the family is and celebrating that person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Strong families have a high regard for one another while keeping expectations reasonable and working to boost everyone's self-esteem. Hmm. I mean... I get that for, like, the family stuff, but that's more of, like, a marriage thing, like, or, I mean... Well, I guess it's almost just, like, don't make promises you can't keep kind of thing. Like, being, like, committing in that way of, like, you say you're going to do something, you show up and do it, or, you know, you respect the other person's, maybe, opinion about something. Definitely. And don't put them down in that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the share responsibility to operate democratically to the extent that is feasible that means be realistic, almost well, and, in a way. And com- but like I guess, but it's this is this is about demonstrating commitment. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I I kind of get it. Like demonstrating commitment in terms of like you're committed to understanding your part in the relationship yes. and also understanding responsibility, responsibility of you know what things you bring to the table, the other person brings to the table, and then also. How you both are human in that instant, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, working to boost everyone's self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think we try and do that. Yeah. Oh, you st- you pause. So I guess no. Not. I mean, I'm just trying to like even just think of what that means. Like, do I work to boost your self-esteem? Well, I think, I think sometimes. sometimes, yeah. yeah like, like, you know, sometimes if I'm, say, like, you know, like, I feel fat or something or whatever, you'd be like, no, you're not, udders. Yes. No, I don't call you udders. <laughs> call okay? me a goon. <laughs> I did, I do and have yes. called you a goon. Yes. I said you had udders. Yeah. But know? that boosts my confidence, call me a goon, because then I'm like, I don't take yeah. no shit. Hey, goons mm-hmm. are strong. There you go. Goons can intimidate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, turn it on when you need to. Be a goon, you know? Own it. Um, 
And I mean, yeah, I, I like definitely. I def I, I I think at least sometimes I'm consciously trying to increase positive reinforcement mm -hmm. and decrease criticism. You're which trying, would, which would have an effect of potentially boosting your self-esteem. Yes, I think you are trying. Over the years, yeah. you have tried a lot to yeah. not be so critical. After or... after after you know intermittent sessions of. Not as good communication yes. and the stewing and then the yes yes, yes. this is interesting uh, subject matter. Um, <laughs> so out of ten, where are we? Demonstrating commitment, share responsibility, and operate democratically. I don't know if we do that very good. I feel like I make a lot. Of, I make a lot of unilateral decisions. I'm more of a dictator. Yeah, a little bit. So that's yeah, yeah that's a point off. Um, yeah, but the thing is, is like I just. I'm not patient enough for democracy. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm elected, yes. Um, uh huh. Yeah, okay. I'm more. I'm more just kind of execute, get it done, cross it off the list. Yeah, but make then that's happen. also not a part of democracy. Democracy, because yeah, you're yeah. not involving other people, so you're making right. decisions for others. That's not including not sharing responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you don't share responsibility and you get upset because you're doing everything on your own, you can't blame anybody but yourself because you put yourself in that position. So here's power what... is not sometimes the best option that you want to go with. You know, sometimes you don't want to be the one making all the unilateral decisions because then you know it's a lot. It's a lot of thinking, a lot of brain power. You know. Mm-hmm. That one's tricky. Wait, you want my drink there? Mm -hmm. That one is tricky. I don't think it's that tricky. I think it's too. Sharing responsibility. But see, the thing is, is like, I'll just like, I'll just get up early and like start doing the things. Yeah. And and that would not appear to be sharing responsibility very well. Because like, mm -hmm. I don't want to wait for you to do whatever thing. Oh, and that's also a choice, right? Like instead of saying, oh, I don't need to do this thing first thing in the morning. I can get up and have my morning as is and just leave it for her to do or unload the dishwasher or whatever, you almost have this mindset of like, I'll just get it done and get it out of the way. But then yeah. it's also like, is that also in turn kind of creating this, um, this idea of like, oh, I feel like I have to do everything. And maybe you don't realize it. Maybe it's not all the time, but it's also like, is that almost feeding into that a little bit because you just want to get things done. Mm. But who says it has to be done at that moment? Who says it yeah. has to be done that quickly? Who True. says somebody else can't do it? You know what I mean? So yeah. I think there are moments where, you know, I know that you like to get things done and make a list and bang shit out and it's great. And, you know, it's really good to do that. Um, and I work a little differently where I like to do things. I like to do things as well, but it's, sometimes it's like... You know, I'll get home and like everything's done. I feel bad because I'm just like, well, I could have done something, but you didn't want to wait for me to do it. Right. But then also, but then that in a sense increases our enjoyable time together because now we get to spend time together. Yeah. But then... instead, instead of, you know, I mean, here's the, here's, you know, it's what, both here's, ways. here's what I'll say is like, I like to, I'm a little, I, I, I believe mm -hmm. that. Often I operate in a way that's like, can I do the things that support like our overall mm -hmm. like stuff? Mm -hmm. So my, yeah. And I think that factors into my priorities of mm -hmm. like, 
just, yeah, like, I mean, for, you know, whatever, do the laundry, fold the laundry, mm-hmm. unload the dishwasher, mm-hmm. get dinner stuff together. That's like my automatic kind of thing is like what does currently it's just us two people. Mm-hmm. What needs to happen to advance mm-hmm. us through the but, day, but the also, week? Of course, but not. But you can you. All right. What I guess the, what this is almost saying is like: Are you able to share those advancements? Are you able to almost in that way of a commitment, saying I commit to understanding that I'm not in a single like household. You are partnered. You are mm-hmm. married. You are going to commit to having this person be committed to the shared plan. Almost. You know what the problem is? Is like our. I get up early. Yeah. And and then what? Like I I want to be useful. No, of course, but that's also saying, and I'm not saying like 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 for, for I mean this really just applies on a weekend. Yeah. On a weekday, I get up early, I go to the gym, I go to work. Yeah. But but then but then even if when I, when I get home, it's earlier than you. Yeah. Often, although now I'm going to the gym after work, I'm splitting it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I see what you're saying. Like, it's just no different than when I started working early and finished early. I would go yeah. home and start doing stuff. Yeah. Like, it's early. You're doing yeah. stuff. Like, what am I, like, you know, like, what, what else you... am I going to do between, like, four and five? But like... you could also use that time to do whatever you wanted to do. Like, instead of, like, every day being like, okay, I'm going to come home and, like, do all these things. You could come home and say, okay, I'm going to do one thing. And then, you know, be like, hey, can you do this when you get home? And do something else. Sit and read. Go walk in the grass. Whatever. Go yeah. breathe. Go have a breathing exercise in the front lawn. That would be. I mean, it would. You know what? Meditation is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like quiet time. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Ooh. What? What's up? I kind of want a double cheeseburger. Probably gonna get one after. Um, we have to make beefs too for dinner. We will do that, that and it's four thirty. But I'm not eating dinner in the next hour. Right, but then if you just go get a double cheeseburger, it's a snack. I. This is just... Where does this fit in to the fucking six it's things? It's probably in there. Oh, Jesus. All right, we'll get back to the old demonstrating commitment. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a three. Um, That's... You know what? I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely sounds like a 2.53. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Well, go on to the next one since that one's well, just, you know... That's not fair. I mean, because I don't like how that's tied to commitment. Well, commitment isn't like you 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 trust the other person. You're committed to understanding that you know you're not like it said what it said. Okay, but it's also it's not a democracy, is it? Is it a democracy or is, is our it marriage a marriage democracy? No, it's, it's not. democratic. It's... <laughs> In moments, it's it's. But you know there right, are but a then lot also of now... unilateral decisions that are made where I just go with the flow because I'm like, all right, like I'm not gonna put up a fight necessarily. Cause... Okay, if it's when it's little things, like I just decide to fold the laundry. Like, yeah, who cares? No, that's true. But it's also like maybe I want to fold the laundry. Maybe I like doing certain things, and I'm be it's being taken away in a way. Because yeah, but it's you do other a, things. Yeah, but it's also not a democracy. This is about this is also about the division of labor, right? Yeah. Okay, so let me get back. Let me go back to okay. Share responsibility and operate democratically to the to the extent that it's feasible. Mm-hmm. So you do you just do different stuff. We do different things. Yes. Yeah. So like you do you do some stuff that I don't do. Mm-hmm. I do some stuff that you don't do. Yeah. We both do stuff that has to get done yeah. that like supports our life. Okay, so rate it then and get on with it. Demonstrating commitment. 
What do you think? <laughs> no, you need to rate it from your own personal experience as us as a married couple. Do we demonstrate commitment to our relationship and lives? Well, yeah, I'll, of course we do. Okay, so rate it then. Well, I'll give it a seven. All right, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know why you fucking so pressed about that one. Yeah, that one's weird. I don't know if I like mm-hmm. that one. I want to talk to that the writer. T- that, was, that, was, that one was in your face with the whole democracy thing, because you knew that wasn't it. Yeah. It got you there. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Trait number five. Hmm. Spiritual well-being. Um, so, it's not necessarily about religion or whatever. Um, understanding there's a greater power outside of ourselves. Um, appreciate family history, connection to ancestors, uh, acknowledging responsibility to care for the community of the natural world, uh, share a sense of peace and hopefulness and security and safety. Hmm. All right. Um. I mean. I think, yeah, we do that. I mean, we do as much as. Hopefulness and security and safety. Yeah. We have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Despite what the podcast recordings and previous episodes may say. Totally. Um, appreciate family history, connection to ancestors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we, yeah, yeah, we know, try and dig into our own family bit. histories. Talk to and, relatives. You know, well, not even that, but even just learn about our cultural differences as we are culturally different. Mm-hmm. So we try to, you know... Kind of do the appreciation of historical ancestry yeah. within each other and one another. Yeah. Greater power outside of ourselves. Um, greater power. I do like. I believe I in some things, but I'm not like really like a. I'm not a Bible thumper. No, no, like yeah. you know whatever. Like to each their own. Um, I definitely do think that is something maybe we could work on in terms of spirituality and religion, because mm-hmm. also like and we were both like raised with Christian, it. but yeah, we were yeah. both raised in certain ways, but I don't think it stuck as we got older. The lambs have strayed from the flock. Mm-hmm. You know, did I tell you this that I think that like pretty recently, a couple weeks ago, I just thought about being a shepherd. <laughs> No, you didn't, and yeah. I'm glad that you almost did keep that to yourself. No, no. I think the moment oh, you would have dropped God. that on me, I would have just been like, "What are we doing?" No, no, yeah, no. I just like I just I think I was reading. No, I was reading a book. Maybe it was even in this book, but I was reading a book, and it just said something about like, like the shepherd's job or whatever. It just kind of described his life. Maybe it was looking at the Blue Zone documentary okay, or something. Yeah. And I swear to God, like for a second, my mind just went to this like other life, mm. like where I was just walking on like planes. biblical times, just herding sheep. I could see that being a shepherd. Maybe that's your past life, Colin. For just you, like you know, I got like maybe some sandals and a robe. Yeah. My beard finally filled out. Yeah. You know, I'm in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking to animals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That might have been your past life. Coming, yeah. Like, you know, coming back. I for I really, I really like saw it in that moment. I was like, I could have that life. Yeah, I'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you that know? was your spiritual self coming for you. Yeah, that you was know? like a previous lifetime mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, this one actually, I think, I think this could be like a huge strength for us. Number six. <laughs> Why? Managing stress and crisis effectively. <laughs> okay. I, actually, we could I... be horrible at it and not really know it. 
Or, or like, I think we've done pretty good with stress and various crises. That word is the plural of crisis. Crises. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm gonna be backpedaling. A no, bit. no. I, I, I mean, you really, we really like. You're, you're really convinced. Yeah. First. I mean, I think we've, I think we've definitely made it through some shit. Yeah, we've definitely made it through some shit and come out on the other side. Yeah. You know, praise God. But makes us stronger. Yeah. You know, I definitely yeah. think communication is a part of that yeah. as well as we kind of, you know. But I think you know. Made it through some pressure. Yeah, yeah. And drama and stress. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, see, that's the thing is, like, I know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these, yeah, these, like, these couples that haven't, like, gone through hard times and stuff, they're not, like, they're not battle-tested. Mm. You know what I mean? They're I think, not ready for war. Sure, sure. But, yeah, that's where, that's where, like, yeah, I know, like, I know we can... We can kind of stick it out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy about that one. You didn't rate spirituality, and you you need to rate this one too. Spiritual well being. Yes. Well, yeah, you go. I would rate spiritual well being like uh, I would say maybe about a seven, seven. I would do like a seven point five. All right, fine. Go ahead with the point fives. Now managing, managing stress, stress and crisis. Now effectively. Effectively, effectively is, where is you that get, word. Yes. That really Venting is not effective and we do that. Yeah. I do that more than anything. True. Yeah. But it also is a way to almost like in a way think through like the yeah. situation. So it is in some form effective. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm still okay. Managing stress and crisis effectively. I'm going eight. No, no, no. So not like not phenomenal. No, no, no. Could but probably do better, a bit better. Better, better, but, but like decent. Okay, okay. And that's right. it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you know what would the so if it's six and it was it, it would be like points out of sixty for our divorce proofness mm-hmm. appreciation and affection. That was nine. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable time together. That's a nine. Mm-hmm. So we're at 18. Mm-hmm. Communicating effectively with one another. What was that one? Oh, you said like seven. Mm, yeah, I said seven from my perspective of like, you know, shutting down and stuff. So I said seven. I'll, I'll round. Let's make it eight. Fine. To, like, I'll to, make to it factor eight. in sure. me. So nine sure. plus nine plus eight. Yeah. Demonstrating commitment. I'm going to call that a seven. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the thing is, is like five out of ten is like bad and we're not like that's middle bad. ground though that's middle ground that's 50 percent. yeah that's no good it's better than 30 percent. it's all relative mm. um okay spiritual well-being where were we there i think so you wanted 7.5 I'm, yeah, okay 7.5 okay and then number six managing stress and crisis effectively eight, eight. so okay. out of 60 we're at 48 okay 48.5 yes out of so divide that by 60 okay. to get our overall 80%. 80. 80.8. 80.8. So, so that's 81%. an 81. We're rounding up. So we're 81% divorce proof. Okay. <laughs> that is, you know. That's good. I, f- I, I feel like we're better than that. <laughs> okay. You know, but then is that is that delusion? Could be. Could be. What did you learn today? Our marriage isn't as good as we thought. Well, you know, I don't think I don't think anyone's marriage is as good you know as what? they That's think. That's based. You know. Hmm. I think a lot of people are kind of a little bit delusional about like their relationships and maybe how they show up in it and how their partners show up in it and how they walk through them and 
you know, there's always places to work on individually and as a, you know, couple. So, you know, yeah, I think the 80, 81% is pretty good. It's not, it's okay. not 60, it's not 70. We're, you know, 19% away from perfect. Hey, that's a very good perspective change. 19% away from perfect. Yeah. You know what? I like that more. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Very interesting. I'm still getting my cheeseburgers, okay. so it don't matter. Fuck. <laughs> well, you know, I was feeling better for like a minute. Now we're 20% away. I lost a percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. You lost a percentage point there. Yeah. Putting traits. Okay, so this is kind of the last bit. Okay. Putting traits into action. Importantly, there's no specific magic to these qualities of strong f families. While each can be explored in detail, as an aggregate, they boil down to, to a simple notion. People in strong families genuinely feel good about one another and share mutual concern for one another's health and well-being. Yes. We definitely do that. Yes, we do, yes. Strong families are strong because they understand what their strengths are. Mm -hmm. And they lean into those strengths despite living in a society that... Uh, oh, Dufresne, I guess, the guy, mm -hmm. the studier, or the studier, the uh, researcher. Mm hmm um, says just murders families. So True. yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard a to lot be a of family. People, yeah, it's hard. A lot of people. Yeah, I yeah. just want to like. I just want to defend myself for a second here. Okay. Strong families are strong because they understand what their strengths are and they lean into those strengths. You do that. That's my strength. I yeah, know. My you, strength is like being a dictator. Get the thing done. Yes. I serve. I don't dictate. You know what? <laughs> we need a perspective shift. Okay. There you I go. Serve. Serve. I serve. The, the family. The family. I serve the family. Yes. I, I service our needs. Uh, yes, you do. You do all the time. Yeah. You're right. There is the perspective. You're right. You know yeah. what? Let me take, for the record, for the listeners, I will. I am but I, a humble servant. <laughs> fucking shepherd. Um, I'm a shepherd. That's all I've been you're a shepherd, ever wanted. You're a spiritual shepherd yes. inside. I know. And as for the listener, I will say I redact what I said about you being a dictator. Very good. You well, are I, I a, said I was a dictator. You know, and you, you were right. You are serving your family in a multitude of ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that gives me spirit, purpose. Exactly. That's my icky guy. Yeah. Yes. And your spiritual shepherd inside comes out and shines and yeah. leads the herd to a brighter day. Greener pastures. There you go. You know, come on. <laughs> All right. Um, we're just trying to produce and be seen and succeed. Mm -hmm. It's a beehive. And we don't have any time to connect with each other on an emotional and spiritual level, he says. If you just know what your problems are, you have nothing. You need to know what your strengths are and focus on those and spend time together and enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, focus on the strengths. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, everyone always has room for improvement, and that's totally cool. Yeah, I don't know why you're still using that as a bookmark. I just accidentally pulled out my um, bookmark, which is also a pregnancy test that you peed on. Yes. Um, so anyone borrowing books, beware. This is... That's a good point. <laughs> There's a little bit of pee residue on all of my baby books. Baby books. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. Um, yeah. Shoot. Okay, we better get to smooches. We're kind of, I feel like we could even be going a little long here. Okay, well, I mean, I had a topic that was very quick, but I'm going to like... Oh, no, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Hmm. I, I was just thinking about yesterday when we were with Amanda and Jeff and they were showing us their, their home, which is beautiful and such a big space and they can do so much with it. I'm so lovely, excited Lovely, lovely home. Great, great size. 
Um, and we, Anne and I were talking and I, she was talking about painting and, you know, getting things together. And I was like, literally it just popped in my head. I was like, adulting is such a fucking scam. And then we talked about it later on that evening about how adults don't even look like adults that we saw when we were kids yes, because yes. now everyone dresses in Crocs and sweats. Yes. And we're just like, wait a minute, where are the adults that are supposed yeah. to be walking around and you know, kitten heels and dress shoes and briefcases yes. and dress shirts and, and shit. Like a non-ironic fedora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just makes me laugh. Like even like I think about like watching old movies and like you see yeah. like adults and they're like, sport oh yeah, coat. you know, sport coat, and dress shirt or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I'm 30, and I'm just like, yo, yeah, like, but see, but like even same thing with women of like looking back at old movies and different shows and like. Even looking at, like, I remember thinking, like, watching Girlfriends, and I was like, Joan was 30, turning 30 in one episode, and I was like, that woman looks 35, if not 38. No, she was, she, she was like, she had, like, and 40 like, energy. No, 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 but it was just interesting, like, how all those women are around those ages of, like, they're supposed to be in their 30s and, like, early 30s, and, like, they just seem so much more grown, yeah. in a sense, Yeah. that I'm just like... Are we, as like a society in terms of adults, are we just letting our inner child come out and play too much to the point where now we're actually not even really like forming as like true adults until later years? Yeah, I think there are some factors there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was thinking about the term arrested development, not the show, hmm. but. Um, well, the thing is, people, every, everything's getting kind of delayed. Mm -hmm. So, so comparing, so yeah, I feel like our, our kind of, our almost like weird ideal sort of stereotype reference is like the 50s or the 60s. Like, mm -hmm. you know, no, not talking about hippies or anything here. But um, our life expectancies were also shorter back then. Mm -hmm. So you kind of had a shorter life by maybe like 15-ish years, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um... Also, a lot of people in that generation had like been through wars, mm -hmm. so, so they that had forced the, them to adult. More. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, to can we? I just honestly, I hate you. Like, I hate, 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 and like <laughs> this isn't directed at you. I hate that like adult is a verb now because <laughs> it's like because it, it, it it's like that that is the problem. You know what I mean? In a sense, like in a sense, that's sort of we are the problem. That's absolutely and the solution. Um, that's, that's sort of indicative, you know, <laughs> True. of, the of times. just kind of immature, whatever. But yeah. that's, that's not my point. Um, yeah, people, previous generations had more, kind of went through more stuff. Although you can very much say like the pandemic is, is maybe a similar experience of, Maybe maturing people, not really. No, actually, I no, think it's I more of a regression. Yeah, no, I know, but and, and but then also, so we're living longer. Yeah. We we, I believe we have less like on a massive level an experience that sort of evolves our character and perspective. Haha. Mm -hmm. -ha. Okay, I'm just remembering something that I heard. I think it was like yesterday. It was a uh, people. People um, who get a, like, it's like an indication of, of mortality or a reminder of mortality mm -hmm. um, helps them progress and kind of mature and focus on their goals and, and really mm -hmm. accomplish things easier or better. Mm -hmm. Like, because in a way it's like that thing, it, like, is a, is a very real reminder of, like, the... Um, 
finiteness mm-hmm. of life and the value of time. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you've gone through a war and stuff, that's kind of that big maturing sort of mortality mm-hmm. reminder thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 also like we are we're living longer. So it's like, oh, I have more time. You know, more people are having kids like in their 40s, you mm-hmm. know, versus like in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Again, like that that stereotype of like the dad, you know, who was like 30 and already had two kids and a house and and a career, you know, at 30, like he'd, he'd gone to war. But, but then also all those people had very cheap credit. It was easy to borrow money and, and, and everything was much less expensive. So the cost of living and inflation and stagnating wages have kept people in these like less, less mature life stages. We've talked about this before that, you know, 25 years ago, if you were, if we were a couple in our thirties, like living, like renting an apartment, you know, people would just think we were drug addicts or something. (laughs) Now that's normal because like, what the fuck else are you going to do? Um, it's tough. I think like there's, there's, yeah, I'm really, maybe I'm just kind of digressing too hard right now. No, no. Yeah, no. I think it was just like an interesting kind of like, I mean, I've been saying it for years and I think as like a childish adult myself, I'm like, oh, adulting is kind of like. And this goes back to excessive comfort. Yeah. Right? Like there was more like, there, there used like, there used to be, was there like more constructive kind of shame in a way? and. and Yes, but also too, I think that also could cause it's later. Toxic, I'm well, sure it, was it toxic. probably could cause later regression. Either way, because it's like if you're gonna be shaming somebody about not being in a certain stage of life, then it's almost just kind of like saying like your value as a person or as an adult mm, in society tied to, is tied to XYZ. And then also these generations had a 50% divorce rate. So they were yeah. rushing into this maturity yeah. and early and getting the thing. And it's exactly. like, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't ready to commit and yeah, I wasn't actually Yeah, like mature. it's like getting married at a high school. It's like, oh, I have to get married now. It's just yeah. like, well, no, you don't even have the ability to vote yet. Like, please relax. But it's also just like, it's, you know, to each their own in some ways. But yeah, like I kind of think about like like and I guess because like we will be having a child of our own it made me laugh because I was thinking when we were talking yesterday with um uh, Jeff and Amanda no Gordon Laura Gordon Laura yeah we were talking and I she's like oh you're gonna be such a great mom you're so joyful and I was like I'm so childish though me and this kid yes. are just gonna be like, yes, yes, yes. like I like I have very like I think I have very like childish tendencies that like is my automatic like go to in a way that I'm just kind of like, that's not great. But it's also just like, I think that I haven't grown up in a society that has forced me to become an adult in like a quicker time in a way, because it's almost like, you know, you look at like other generations where they're like, yeah, once my kid was 18, they were out. Mm. Or like once my kid, you know, whatever, like they fucking were on their own. And so like, I don't really believe that is happening as much because also too, it's, it is again because of society, cost of living, yeah. schooling, all these things. Oh my God, it's people, just like, people aren't leaving home, right? Yeah, you like, know. and some people are, you know, a lot of people from what I've read, not recently, but even the last like year, people have moving back. Yeah, financial they're are, just are like, a huge, huge factor. They're like, oh, I went to college and I spent 60 G's and now I have to move back in with I my gotta parents. I pay my debts, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's kind of also in a way 
a regression, but it's also the generation of parents maybe where they don't allow their children to be adults because they still view them as children. Mm. So if you still view your child, even though they're 30, as a fucking 10 year old, then you're not actually giving them the ability to actually grow and learn things for themselves and be their own person because you are still viewing them as a child and maybe in turn treating them like a child. So then now they're not actually learning how to be an adult because you're not allowing them that room. I mean, it's not really a completely the parents like responsibility. No, 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 no. But that, but it makes me think about like I have patients who call and like book appointments for their kids. Their kids are fucking 35. Yeah, that's a little nuts. That's what I'm saying. Like there's something in society where like there is a really real regression of yeah. becoming an Less adult maturity. because it's just like you either have the a person who is by standard by age should be an adult, but you still have their parents calling and booking appointments for fucking for them or you have the you know 25 year old who's just like still acts like they're fucking 18 and even though they should be a little bit more mature that maturity hasn't really clicked in because chemically maybe as well due Mm. to social media due to cost of living due to a bunch of other factors they're they're not they're being held back yeah i mean also uh, i think i think stakes play a very big role in in what we do like Mm -hmm. the stakes like Maybe, like, in, in some cases, the stakes aren't high enough yeah. for, like, for like you know, making that jump, getting to the next life stage, mm-hmm. accomplishing the thing. Um, that is a tricky one. Yeah. So, I just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I think more and more, like, as I progress into because thinking I'm like I'm going to be someone's mom I'm going to be responsible for a little human I'm going to yep. have to teach them right from wrong and you know hopefully they'll become an amazing person with their own beautiful thoughts and ideas and views of the world and things like that I'm just like hey I mean our kid in some ways will have a have some advantages we didn't have sure right hopefully two parents mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that would be nice <laughs> Two parents who like each other, dare I say love, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just, and it makes me laugh because I think about like, even like being like a young, like 20 something, I used to run around in heels and fucking try and look older than I was all the time. And I think, wow, the regression is real because now I am walking around in sweatpants and Crocs when I remember being like, I would never, I would never do that. Oh God, what am I coming out of a dumpster? Oh, I need to put something on. But now it's just like, it's just, a, it's a regression a little bit. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I could just talk about this for like another two hours. I know you could, armchair economist. You know, we need, but... like, I don't know. I think like there's a, like, you know what's really, really fucked? I was going to talk about this earlier is, what was I going to say? Like we've, like ha- happiness uh, o- overall, mm-hmm. like at least I would say in North America, if not like in the Western world mm-hmm. is actually, go- it's going down. Mm-hmm. Like again, like that is a very real and documented and discussed like part yeah. of our regression. Yeah. And we're having more deaths of despair, as yeah. they say, suicide, um, overdoses mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, in a really big sense, I think people, they have less of a, I don't know, like positive concept of like self or identity or, or values and self-esteem, like, like a real, well, sure. Individuals make up society yeah. and I think there's a lot of links. Yeah. I don't, you know, 
Yeah. This I is... mean, you guys ponder it. Let us know with an email. We ain't seen an email in what, yes. six months, seven months, Could ten be months? Just Could be a year. Cheeky Love Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Get to smooching. Let's go. My smooch Tell for me you. Why you love me. Okay. Again, going back to the bathroom. The slap and the smooch from the bathroom. Mm. You replaced the shower head. Yes, I did. You replaced the shower head. And and it is a it is a marked improvement. Yes. It is much better. Yes. The new shower head works better, mm-hmm. feels better. Mm-hmm. It has improved the showering experience in this household. Yes. So thank you. You're welcome. But the th- but but I this this I like I was thinking about it for a minute. Like you did it all by yourself. Yeah. You made a unilateral decision. Well, no, I told you I was already in a shower head. Sure, sure, sure. But it, it wasn't it wasn't like really like a what do you think? Actually, no, no, no. no, actually, you probably did maybe. I look think at I showed you one or yeah. two, and I was, and I was like, like, "Which sure, one do you fine, want?" Yeah. But yeah, but you did the whole thing. Yeah. You found it. Yes. You ordered it. Yeah. You received it. Yeah. You unboxed it. Yeah. You installed it. Yeah. All by yourself. Yes. It's very interesting. Yeah, I can I can do some shit. I mean, it's like you really like you went off on your own. On yeah. No. Side. I listen. If you, like, again, like I think you That's know. That's home. You, you did a homeowner thing. Yeah, but I like like I think like if you were to like be like if I had like for example like if randomly the world shut down again and I had a week off, give me a Home Depot gift card and I'll go buy some paint. And I'll do some shit. Like I like doing that. Like I liked Oof. doing like painting or upgrading or cleaning projects. and like projects for the whole. Because it just it also kind of. It changes your surrounding a little bit, and sometimes you need that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like it's not like your surroundings bad. It's not like it's anything wrong with it. But sometimes just that small little change can make a big difference. Where it's just like, you know, you're looking at things a little brighter, a little differently, a little bit more, you know. And uh, I don't know, like I like that kind of stuff. And you know, the shower was always kind of one thing where I was like, even this shower head, I like it. It's good. Is it going to be our forever shower head? Probably not. Probably not. But you know, in the moment, I was like, okay, like. Let me change it, see how this feels. And it feels pretty good. But I was also. The old one leaked too. The old one leaked that and was it was the, the pressure on it wasn't great. Um, but it was very much like, okay, like this is something. Like I looked online and I was like, oh, this shit can install in like five minutes. I'm just going to do it. It's not like I need to take hinges off and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, which I've done before. But, you know, yeah, like I just, you know, wanted to kind of do something to spruce up our home a little bit. You know, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Cool. Um, my smooch for you is that you have, one thing I remember knowing, remembering about you when I first met you is that you have this really good, um, trait of really trying to, in small, even in the smallest ways possible, keep your relationships tied to, like, making sure that, like, you check in on people, hey, how's it going, and whatever, and, like, you might not talk all the time, you might not see each other all the time, but you do make a really big effort to continue relationships, Friendships friendships and check in and, you know, whatever. And I think that really says something about kind of what type of person you are in terms of what people mean to you. And I think that as we get older, we kind of will start to see more people kind of either clue in or not clue in to Mm -hmm. like keeping that keeping that going. Mm -hmm. So I really do appreciate that because, you know, like it's nice to. It's nice to know that you're not in a partnership where you're the only one always making the plans, always putting together things like, oh, we should go see your friends or, oh, we should go together with your family. And I know that I've, you know, heard from different people and, you know, friends and coworkers where they basically are the partner in their relationship where they're always the one making plans with people or checking in or reaching out an olive branch. Mm -hmm. And it does it for both of us. I think we're both pretty good at it. I think you're a little bit better than me. 
but you you know I think that's really important as we get older and I think you know that from just other experiences in your life um but yeah that's a really really good good part of you that I really like okay you know what I'm giving us a couple more percent on the marriage uh <laughs> score still I mean that's like a B a B we're a solid B yeah. you know what we're not getting into Harvard but yeah. it's fine that's all right who's gonna pay that tuition anyway oh, that? okay well then this i mean this might turn out to be a bit of a longish episode i don't even know if we're gonna be able to use this new friggin platform to upload the shit we don't know but whatever well, time will sell yes indeed well then until next time until next time take care of yourselves take care of each other stay cheeky stay freaky but wear a condom ah <laughs>